This is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. A few days ago, my husband and partner Mark and I went to Shenandoah National Park for a quick day trip. Our goal was to get away because we are in the house quite a bit, get some exercise, and experience the beautiful fall foliage in one of the most amazing national parks. We took along our handy-dandy hiking guide that details every trail in the 100 Skyline Drive Mile Shenandoah National Park. Of course, it's much bigger than that because it's not just Skyline Drive, but it's extending on both sides of the road. Every trail is in that book, at least as far as I can tell. I've had this book for 15 years. Every time we do a hike, I write down the date and any interesting information. Some hikes we do over and over again, but each time we go, we try to do a new hike. Our first hike of the day was one chosen by Mark. Because of the fall foliage, he wanted a forest hike so that we could take advantage of the trees and the leaves and the beautiful colors, as opposed to waterfalls or climbing up high to see amazing vistas. He wanted a forest trail. So he found a great trail, one we had never done before. The description was easy. Gave a little bit more information, like it's a 331-foot elevation climb. You'll see all sorts of geologic rock formations. You'll see some primitive structures. You'll even see a 200-year-old tree that escaped the blade. Well, this is supposed to be an easy hike. And I have to tell you that climbing uphill, even if it's only 331 feet, still sounds like a lot to me. If you're not hiking all the time, your calves and your glutes are going to notice that you are doing this thing you don't normally do. And because I'm not as in the best shape as I'd like to be, My lung capacity isn't quite where I want, and so I was huffing and puffing. We passed another couple on the trail, and I laughingly said, because I'm huffing and puffing going uphill as they're coming downhill, wow, it's amusing that this hike is supposedly easy, and the woman of the two people said, Well, it's easy going downhill, and smiled at me sympathetically. And I thought, that scale of easy to moderate to strenuous is relative. The people who wrote this hiking book are hikers. That's what they do. That is their profession. So a hike that is easy for them is not easy on my scale. My scale is different. 
because I've learned this over the years of going to Shenandoah, I actually avoid the hikes that are strenuous or even moderately strenuous because I know that moderately strenuous on my scale is probably going to be extremely strenuous and extremely strenuous in their description is probably going to be I turn around, give up and go home. Another example, Mark loves spicy foods and he can tolerate quite a bit of heat. I like some spice, but not at the level he likes it. He does ghost peppers and Carolina Reapers. You know, I'm pretty happy with jalapenos and I might venture into a habanero or so, but I don't do the high-end chilies that he does. So whenever he is making his own sauces and salsas, and he says, here, try this, I ask him, where is it on the hot scale for me? And he has to stop and think, because he knows what his scale is. So on his scale, if it barely registers, or he says, yeah, it's got a bit of a bite, I know that that's going to affect me a little more intensely. And then for people who don't like spicy things at all, something that might be a two on my scale could be an eight on theirs. So I want you to think about that. Whenever you are asking somebody to rate something on a scale, is that scale relative? Probably. You go to the doctor's office and the doctor asks you, what's the pain level on a scale of 1 to 10? I have had some pretty painful experiences. And in all of my painful experiences, I've never said a 10. Because in my mind, if 10 is the limit, the upper end of that limit on that scale, I'm probably unconscious because of the pain. So nothing really ever hits a 10, but it might hit a nine and that's really, really bad. A seven is pretty bad, but how do I know what a seven is compared to a seven for somebody else? I think I actually have a pretty high pain tolerance, which means maybe I can take more pain than someone else, but does that make it any less valid for either me or the other person? If their pain tolerance isn't as great as mine, does that make them less than? If I can take more pain than someone else, does that make my being in pain less important? Every scale, when it comes to us making subjective judgments, is just that. It's subjective. They are all relative. Heck, even scales that are supposed to be objective, sometimes you get differing results. If you weigh yourself on the scale at home, and you weigh yourself at the scale at your doctor's office, you weigh yourself at the scale at your sister's, don't you sometimes get three different readings? And this is even disregarding 
variables like time of day, when you last ate, how much water you had, exercise, etc., we know that sometimes we get different readings from different scales, and those scales are supposed to be objective, not subjective. This has also come up for us recently because we just launched our company climate inventory for the second year in a row with one of our clients. And so they are going to get a report that details the health of their organization through the eyes of its employees. And we will point out things like strengths, challenges, recommendations, areas to focus on. And since this is their second year in a row taking it, they will get side-by-side comparisons. They'll have a score from last year, a score from this year, and then there will be key areas that we will highlight next to each other. Those scales are still relative. One employee saying she strongly agrees, and another employee saying he strongly agrees there could be varying depths of understanding as to what strongly agrees means. On the other hand, you have someone who disagrees and someone else who is neutral. If you asked each of them to explain their answer, they could sound exactly the same. But one might have a filter of, They want it to be different, therefore they disagree. The other one may not care, therefore they are neutral. So you might say, well then, what's the value in doing something like a rating scale or asking somebody's opinion or even doing your company climate inventory? Because what's really important is someone's perception. When I'm huffing and puffing up the trail and complaining that this is not easy because easy to me is walking around a flat track with no hills and no great big rocks that I can trip over. Does that mean the people who wrote my hiking guide are wrong? Am I wrong for saying it's not quite easy? No, neither of us is wrong. It's simply that we are bringing our frame of reference, our filters, our perceptions, our experiences to a situation. The value is in digging deeper to truly understand those perspectives and where people are coming from take that a step farther and then when you can have dialogue as to well this is easy on my scale and someone else says this is moderately easy on my scale why is that not from an accusing or judgmental point of view but truly one of curiosity if we could take the time to understand that deeper place people are coming from, 
It's not that we have to agree or disagree. We only have to understand, or at least understand better than we did before. So next time you put a rating or a judgment on something, positive, negative, or neutral, think about the fact that other people may put a different definition on those terms and rate it differently from you. And that doesn't make them wrong. It doesn't make you wrong. We simply have to understand that so much of what we do, what we think, what we choose, and how we act is actually subjective and not nearly as logical, as conscious, as intentional, or even as absolute true as we think it is. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments over at www.theshulergroupllc.com. May you have an extremely agreeable day. And until next time, may you thrive.